Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Hi, welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? I'm Dr. Jen and I'm here in the new year remotely with Dr. Serene. Hey, Jen. Hey, Serene. Um, I just realized I said in the new year, but this is our second episode of the year, but this is our first episode recording this year. Um, so hi. I know. We we had said we were going on a little break and we had mm-hmm. recorded a bunch of episodes, but now we're back. Jen had her baby. I did. And so I'm like living in that wonderful uh, postpartum fog where you're constantly exhausted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I- I can't, I don't even know how you're doing all this uh, in a pandemic. Right? I know. <sighs> it's the best of times. Um, but I mean, I, I I guess I can't complain. I was just telling Serene before we started recording and knock on wood because I'm afraid of jinxing things, but we have a, a, a pretty good little sleeper, so I'll take it. It's fine. Well, welcome back <sighs> to um, the post-pregnancy world or the not being pregnant and you can right. now eat. <laughs> all the cold cuts and all the sushi and drink all the alcohol you want. And you best believe I've been taking advantage of it. (laughs) I literally, did I tell you that my first meal postpartum with my, my older daughter was sushi. Like I had it, like somebody brought it to the hospital and it was the same thing with this baby. We had it postmated to the hospital so I could have it right away. Hey, so question before we jump into our topic, what is the hospital situation like in a pandemic? Oh man. Well, so I know it's different. I've been talking to a bunch of people before I had the baby. So it's different, like depending on where you are and like how COVID is wherever you are. But in LA, like right here, Basically, it wasn't much different except that uh, you can only have one support person with you. So you can't have additional people, which was fine by me. Like I was so okay with not having extra people at the hospital. It was wonderful. So it's just me and my husband. And then uh, we had to wear – oh, they they did a COVID test. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it was weird that they gave me a COVID test but not him. Um, Yeah, so he didn't have to do a COVID test, but they did the nose swab for me. and I don't know what would have happened if it came out positive, like what that would have changed. But uh, we both had to wear masks the whole time. The whole time you were in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Whenever the there was, well, whenever there was somebody in the room, we had to. What about during delivery? Yeah. yeah. At the very end, my doctor was just kind of like, you could take it off. Just go ahead and take it off. But you were supposed to have them on anytime there was somebody in the room with us, even after I tested negative for COVID. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how... People are doing that in delivery because you're already, it's like hard to breathe right? You know, I know. during delivery and you're struggling to catch that breath and take deep breaths. And Yeah. Now, at the very end, they let me take it off, but yeah. Okay. And was he, was he allowed to go in and out of the hospital or is it like once you're in, you're in, you can't get out? Yeah. Once you're in, you're in. And they, uh, the one exception they made was if you have food delivered, they, you're allowed to go outside of the hospital to pick up the food and then come back in. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nuts, but uh, glad that was done. And glad that I, I'm glad that my baby came like right before the, the bigger like second surge, you know, cause like, yeah. I feel like December was kind of like all the numbers spiked and then it's probably going to spike again this month. And Yeah. Here in California, it's, yeah. it's, I think they're saying 
it's the worst it's ever been and oh yeah and LA is uh, we're, we're now number one we're we're like the highest numbers of anywhere so yay go us high achievers over right. here in LA high achievers Blah. <laughs> I know I know but yeah but overall it, it was all pretty much the same other than other than those couple of things oh wow that's mm. I, I can't even imagine and and I think well, I'm just going to jump into today's topic if you yeah, don't want yeah. to, because it's Please. it's kind of related. It's about, we want to talk about family rituals and traditions and mm-hmm. how important those are, but like also being mindful of how a lot of people have had to sacrifice a lot of those family traditions and rituals in the past year. Yeah. And maybe, or at least, or at least modify them a lot. Right. I was going to yeah. say, maybe even work on creating new ones and, mm-hmm. you know, Maybe these new ones will stick. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so let's just dive in. Let's do it. Oh, right. and really fast before we do, I just wanted to to make sure. a quick note for our listeners, because I know for me at least, um, given the change in our family, um, I'm no longer recording in my closet because my baby is sleeping in the room connected to it. Uh, so I'm recording Yay. in my other daughter's room. So it's probably pretty echoey. So I apologize for any sound changes that there may be for the next few episodes. Oh, this is just a, this is our new tradition, Jen. Exactly. This is, our, this is tradition. our new tradition is we record wherever the hell we have space and time to do it. Yeah. We used to be uh, able to meet at the office, at your office. Mm-hmm. Put up like night. sound pads and yep. pillows. Have a and... glass of wine. Yep. Now um, we're recording on a Sunday morning, drinking coffee uh, on the floor of our kid's room and in the garage. Yeah. I'm stuffing my face with burnt chocolate pancakes and that sounds good they're burnt no it's it's okay (laughs) moms always get the burnt pieces it's of course not fair or the end pieces of bread you know what I actually like the end pieces so so that I don't mind but yes that's that's a very true observation yeah um all right but anyway family traditions well so how how have traditions changed for for you guys? Like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of this past year and how things have been different? Um. Okay. So, well, I'm just gonna like backpedal a little bit from Let's that question. Yeah. Because you know, it's like I think you need to identify what's important about the traditions and the mm-hmm. rituals for you. And I think it can mean different things to different people. For some people, it's just, you know, that idea of carrying out what um, your grandparents did with your parents and what your parents, it's just literally just family traditions. Like this is what we do because we do it. Right. Or there could be, I mean, this is my perspective and please jump in. Or there could Mm -hmm. be traditions that um, you feel like have meaning that strengthen sibling bond or that strengthen that you know, family stuff. I don't, I don't have words right now, but you know, they they strengthen marriage bond or they, they have a purpose, you know, it's not just tradition for tradition's sake, which is again, awesome, Mm -hmm. but also adding that meaning to it. And I think those are more of the ones that we've, it, it could be ones that we've observed in our families and we've been like, Oh, I remember doing this with my siblings and it brought us so close. So I want to carry that on. Or it could be something like, I wish I had this with my siblings and I want my kids to have a closer sibling bond. So yeah, I'm implementing this new tradition, you know? So I don't know, just the idea of traditions, I think needs to kind of be, 
clarified yeah, and you have to kind of identify sense. what's more important for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. As you were talking about that, that makes total sense. Cause I'm thinking back to like in my family of origin, um, like around the holidays, like, so we're Jewish and around the holidays, I think tradition looked more like the first example that you gave where it's more like tradition for the sake of tradition, or we do this because right. our families did this. And that was sort of the kinds of traditions we did around like, like religious holidays or cultural stuff. Um, but I think in, in the, in my created family, like my, my husband, my kids, I think we do a lot more of the, we try to do things that like create like that bond or like things that'll like help us to like solidify memories or things that'll like, you know, like those kinds of things I think are what we focus on a little more. Yeah. So that totally makes sense. And, and I mean, I've, I've read several articles and I don't remember where or when, (laughs) or, you know, maybe things I've read in grad school when they've, you know, when we've studied family dynamics and, Mm -hmm. And I wish I had something to refer to or to reference, but, you know, it, it is shown that, um, and you, you all can look it up yourselves, but it, it, it does show that, um, rituals or like routines and traditions really do strengthen the family bond and yeah. they do, um, strengthen the marital bond and they mm-hmm. do, um, help children of all ages, whether, little all the way through, you know, adolescence develop a sense of identity and who they are Mm -hmm. within the family system. And I think that can translate into the greater system, you know, the community and who they are in the world. So, um, absolutely. Oh, I love the way you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So I do, you know, okay. So this is a story I tell a lot of people and I'm sure I've said it on this, um, over here on this podcast, when I was having my second Mm-hmm. I went to my doctor for a whatever the monthly checkups and we were taking our first to Disneyland and our first was like a year and a half ish at this mm-hmm. time. I want to say, I don't know. And, um, and I, and I, I told her like, we're heading to Disneyland right after this. And she goes, you know, it's so good that you're doing that given that he's like one and he's not going to remember anything. And she explained how, um, she, she had a son and her son was looking, well, she has a son. Um, he was looking at, um, old family albums and saw pictures of them vacationing or at Disneyland or, you know, here or there when he was super young Yeah. and he turns to her and says, why did you do this? Like, I don't even rem- remember, like, why did you spend all this money doing these things and going on these yeah. vacations? Like, I don't remember. This is stupid. And her response to him was, no, it's part of what our family does. It's part of our family traditions. And even though you don't remember the events, what happened that day or what happened on those vacations or how we bonded through those experiences really shaped who you are today. Mm, I so, really like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, that it's something that really stuck with me. And I shared this story with a lot of people I talk to who say things like, well, I know I'm stupid. I'm you know, taking my kid to Disneyland when he's two, he's not going to remember. No, you're not stupid. Like it's fine. Right. Do those things because it's really helping shape who your child is, who oh, you're yeah. to become. So traditions, rituals, routines, things like that. I'm all, all for it. I love it. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking like, like with, with my daughter, my oldest one, we took like before she turned three, she'd probably been to Disneyland. Like I don't know, like six times, eight times. And then like when she was eight months old, we took her to Europe with us. And I think for me, 
it's not, I mean, obviously she's not going to remember going to Europe, but like, it's more about the fact that like, we as a family like to travel and we like to go places and bringing her with us was like the beginning of like, you're part of this family that travels and this is what we do and this is what we're going to be doing. And this is just like your initiation into this part of our family and this routine and ritual that we do. Yeah. So you had asked a question that I completely <laughs> did not answer. What was the question? Um, what is, when you think of this year, um, what do you think of in terms of tradition? Like how have things changed for you or what traditions came out of this year? Um, you know, that's, that's a tough one because... Yeah. <clears throat> I know I kind of like threw it at you without you like having time to think about it. No, if you no, want, I, it's, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a good one. It's a good one. I think in terms of consistent routine traditions, prob- probably not much because it, you know, it hasn't been, um, it hasn't been a year that has been consistently one way or the other, right? That's like, very true. There was, for example, there was a couple of months where my kids, uh, this school year, so the 2021 school year, mm-hmm. where they did Zoom, and then a couple of months where they were in live school, oh, that's mod- right. modified, and then now it looks like we're going back towards um, just Zoom because our numbers are so high. I just don't feel comfortable when, you know, I just don't feel comfortable sending right. them back right now. Um <clears throat> So again, the routines and the traditions have been modified. Like one thing that pops up is dancing in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. That's our thing now. When we're making dinner, we put music on and the kids dance in the kitchen, which is- Oh my God, you guys are so cute. (laughs) Yeah, which is something they they didn't do in the past, right? Or they'll help me, you know, quote unquote, clean the kitchen and they'll put music on and they'll dance as they're cleaning. And um, so that's like one thing. But, you know, we just had the holidays. Holiday, holidays looked completely different. Mm-hmm. We didn't see anybody. We didn't spend it with family. We didn't go anywhere. Right. Um, but we woke up at 530 in the morning and not by my choice, but <laughs> they woke up 530 in the morning and like ran to the tree and opened up their presents. And, um, you know, like it, it's almost like you just create as you go. Right. What about you? I mean, I know you had a very strange year because you were also pregnant. Right. And like preparing for a baby, all that stuff. Yeah. What about you? Um, Well, I guess this year has looked different for us in a lot of ways. Um, Well, I guess I'll I'll like, I'll backtrack too. So in in terms of like general traditions, when I think about like family tradition in general, I think for, for our family, the biggest thing has been like bedtime routine and like nighttime routines. And that's ever since my daughter's been born, that's always been like our big thing is that like, we always do bedtime together if both parents are home, which is like 99% of the time. Yeah. Um, So we always do like bath time together, bedtime together. We always like read a book and sing a song and like, we have like a consistent bedtime routine. So when I think of like routine and ritual, like that's always been like a big one that I think of. Um, and then in terms of like what's changed or shifted, I think just adding another another kid to the mix. We've now had another kid for like a month and a half, so it's all new. But we've been trying to like, we go for a walk at night as a family. So like after dinner, we all just like 
we're like, let's just get out of the house. And we all go for like a nighttime walk. And it's like exciting for my four-year-old to be outside in the dark because she's usually asleep by the time it's dark. Um, So like that's been a new thing as we go for a walk at night. And that's been cool. Um, But like trying to figure out how to like continue that routine of everybody does bedtime all together with a new baby has been challenging. So that's something we're trying to like modify and work around. And because of COVID, we have to like be extra careful so we don't really go anywhere. So our home has really become like our only, I don't know, our only environment other than going for walks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we really have to like create a space that's like, I don't know, where we don't completely lose our minds staying here all the time. (laughs) I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's been good. Like, I think it's, it's all good things, but it's all like, it's about like shifting and evolving and kind of expanding with whatever environmental circumstances are going on yeah so it's just it's been a weird year just trying to like evolve with everything that's been happening yeah um you know it's it's interesting as you were talking you both the things I mentioned as becoming new routines and rituals and traditions in our family of like you know dancing with it in the kitchen or opening the gifts super early or um like we've, I've never baked in my life, like other than, you know, other than the box cakes. Right, right. Now we're making cookies once a week. And oh yeah, baking our, has become a big thing here too. Now I think that's a COVID thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is, I mean, this was a Santa thing because, oh, well, yeah. yeah, because I was like, well, I, 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 I'm not like a chocolate chip cookie person unless it's one of those like fresh baked bakery ones, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't like the boxed whatever yeah. brand stuff. So I was like, hey, let's bake Santa a cookie. So since then, um, it's just been great because I'm eating more cookies now. (laughs) I feel like I need it in my life. Everybody Um, needs that. Yeah, yeah. Um, The kids are eating more cookies. It's just, it's a a really good thing. (laughs) Uh, Gosh, no. Um, But, you know, it's like these little things that we're doing that are really not even costly because a lot of times when you think about traditions or like, just these like family like rituals or things you think at least I did more extravagant memories of like going on vacations or Disneyland going to Disneyland or going to theme parks or you know things that you would you would drop a pretty penny on right Mm -hmm. and all that is gone all that is gone and now it's like spending like 10 bucks at the grocery store to make cookies is the new hot thing to do right yeah um, going for nighttime walks, being outside after dark, yeah. like that's the big exciting, you know? Yeah, totally. That so makes it's sense. really funny how it's shifted. It's, mm-hmm. it's completely shifted to like these grand events and big, these big things, you know, these big days, these, and now it's more like, Hey, let's bake a cookie or right. hey, let's put music on and dance in the kitchen. So this shift is really interesting and I really hope that kind of sticks because it's also kind of fun. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot about this year that like would, would behoove families to like carry into when things quote unquote go back to normal. Like I think like all the connecting that a lot of families have gotten to do and all the, like you said, like creating memories and creating traditions around things that don't cost anything. I yeah. think being able to carry that into the new normal, um, would be really great. Yep. It really, I mean, yeah, it, it would. Yeah. 
You know, for, for the first time, um, my kids were talking a couple of weeks ago, it was still at the end of 2020, maybe a week before new year's. And, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't thought that they really noticed all the things we didn't do this year that we would typically have been doing in a typical yeah. year. And, um, all the vacations we had planned and my, my kids just sat down and listed everything. Like we didn't go to Disneyland for, you know, the, like our birthdays and we yeah. had planned on staying at the hotel there. And we had planned on going to Disneyland for three, four days in a row. And we were supposed to go to this place over summer for a vacation and we didn't go. And then for Christmas, we were supposed to travel to this place and we didn't get to do that. And they, they like sat there and listed all the things that in the beginning of the year we had planned on doing and we right. had like booked like we had booked our plane tickets we had booked our like hotels we had things were booked that we had to just cancel and yeah we thought we were kind of like making things fun where they're not going to feel that loss or that like change and they hadn't brought it up so we thought we kind of like succeeded but yeah. um, <laughs> but clearly like no they they remembered and they remember yeah. all the things we didn't do. And, and to like acknowledge that they were also experiencing a sense of loss and not being exactly. able to carry out those traditions or those rituals or those, you know, events that like we typically do in a, in a regular non-pandemic year. Um, it, it, it was a, it was an eye opener. So we had to have a conversation about that and like highlight all the things we did get to do, which was right. very, very, very hard because it, it's obviously not comparable to a theme park or like sure. a two week vacation or whatever, you know, but, um, but it's, it's just identifying what's important and helping the kids identify what's important. Like, yeah, we didn't, you know, travel to, I don't know. We didn't go to Cabo for the summer, but we did this and this and this and this, and we spent a lot of time together and we, now we have this to look forward to for next summer and blah, blah, blah. And, so a lot of reframing, a lot of identifying the silver lining and a lot of shifting not only our perspective on traditions, but also the kids' perspective on traditions and not let Definitely. it be this like grand event, but more of like the time we've been spending together. Definitely. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people like would just focus on like, oh my gosh, my kids are bringing up all these things they missed out on. They must feel so sad. Like I feel guilty, but I think it's totally okay to have that juxtaposition or like people would say like that, like bittersweetness of both embracing and celebrating the new traditions and being excited about the new things that you're doing, but also grieve, like you said, grieving the loss over things that we haven't gotten to do this year. And that's totally valid. And I think, like you said, just validating that experience for your kids is really important. Absolutely. Yeah. What a year this has been. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have much to say for 2021. It's just, it just started, but. uh, Yeah. But I mean like this past year, like the past, like several, like, you know, almost 12 months. Yeah. 2021 has just started, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a, it's been a rough year and fingers crossed. Like you said, earlier before we got on everything crossed that Mm -hmm. things will get better but like you said I think not only for our kids but also for ourselves like 
it's okay to have that juxtaposition of like things have been really hard. But like you said, look for the silver linings and look at what's changed or look at what you can continue to change that you can be able to celebrate. And even though it looks different, it could still be good. Right. Yeah. All right. It was nice catching up with you, Jen. I know. Oh my God. I feel like it's been a lifetime. Yeah. Cause I know for our listeners, we just had like a one episode break, but we had like a several month break of not talking to each other all the time and like not recording. So this, this has been really nice to kind of jump back into this. I love it. Yay. Yay for uh, starting this tradition up again. Exactly. I know. I, I think I've really missed this. This has been this is something that I really look forward to and like. So Definitely. I'm I'm happy that that we're back into it. Well, until until next week, Jen. Until this is next ta-ta. week. Yeah, this is Tata. I like that. Um, and for our listeners, if you have any thoughts about this episode, any insight or thoughts about traditions for families, you can email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media on Instagram, is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each of the words and on Facebook, is it bedtime yet podcast. And don't forget to check out our Patreon and until next time, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. And we are still asking, is it bedtime yet? <laughs> <laughs>